Welcome back to Perfectly Qualified. We are your hosts, Josiah. And Shayla Hayden. So great to have you with us here again. Uh, look, we're a show uh, where we give relationship advice. Yeah, we live in our parents' basement. Uh, yeah, we've only been like two, not even two years married. <laughs> not even. But look, we've got love in our hearts. And, and love in our minds. And we are just a, just a good looking couple. Trust us. And that's oh what makes God. us perfectly, perfectly qualified. qualified. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? So, well, I did look up that song. (laughs) Yes, you did. I only looked up the the lyrics for the second part of the song. And look, nobody really knows the lyrics, so like, (laughs) give her a break. But honestly, guys... I am in a Christmas sweatshirt right now. I love the holidays. I don't care if it is past Christmas, past New Year's. I am digging this red nutcracker sweater like you wouldn't believe. That's right, listeners. Merry you thought, Christmas. You thought you made it through the holidays and you thought you were over it. Christmas over. New Year's over. And we are bringing it right back around again. We've got Christmas music. We've got Christmas games cheerios we've got got christmas cheerios look all of your favorite cereal is going to be here what's your favorite christmas cereal um nog wagon i (laughs) i don't know what to say to that it's when you um have small wagon molds (laughs) and you like freeze some nog in the shape i I don't i don't think you can recover from nog wagon (laughs) i think nog wagon is forever (laughs) Nogwagon. upon your forehead. <laughs> Actually, honestly, we should just rename the show to Nogwagon. No, I like Perfectly Qualified. It is very informational, and Nogwagon has nothing to do with anything, unfortunately for me. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nogwagon. <laughs> no. I'm your wagon leader, Josiah, and behind me is the Nogwagon tail. I am not Sh- a Nogwagon tail. <laughs> Look, the tail's the best part. Don't. What? What? I disagree. I tend to think that the, the the tenderloin is the best part. If we're talking cow, if we're talking horse, just like the full horse is really pretty and majestic. But see, I think you're a little bit out of context. We're talking about nog creatures. Well, honestly, best nog just in a cup. Maybe with some spiced rum, maybe without. It really depends on the mood you got. <laughs> <laughs> so super excited for our second episode. It is so crazy to have the amount of support that we've had. So I just want to shout out all you people who have been supporting us. Thank you. You have made it so exciting to produce another episode. And here we are. Thank you also for everyone who sent in their questions. This is what allows us to produce more episodes. And I just love hearing all the curiosity and all the funny stories that I have been hearing from gathering these questions. If and when you think of relationship questions or bad advice that you have heard or someone has given you that you're like, man, this is crazy. This is such bad advice. Just send it in to perfectlyqualifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you follow us on any of our uh, social media, Instagram, just DM us. We'll make it easy on you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated. What do you say we uh, get into a couple questions? I'm down. Let's uh, dive right in. So our first question of the day is coming from... The beloved Nathan and Callie. Good old second episoders appearing in number one and now number two. Number one and number two. You guys got a boat. Number two. The question is, how do you decide what restaurant to go to 
when you both don't know what you want? Well, I think the best thing to do would ask me where I want to go, just out of context, and be like, hey, what, where do you want to go eat? And I'll be like, oh, man, I know this place called Wing Doozy, and I want to go there, and then you'll just have to take me out there, and then you then you'll end up going to Wing Doozy, which means you'll end up going to a really good place to eat some wings. So essentially what you're saying is just a recommendation for Wing Doozy. Uh, um, thanks, everybody. This episode has been sponsored by Wing Doozy. Get your really best wings. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Get your chicken wings. Uh, I mean, this is legit. I think a lot of it comes down to a, a general amount of indecisiveness. Uh, just don't, don't be indecisive. <laughs> Make a choice. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation, Josiah, where you just couldn't decide and you're like, I don't know. I've never not decided something. <laughs> I always know what I want. I, I I think a cool thing to do would be to look up in your area. Ten best restaurants and then input your criteria. So ten best restaurants when you're feeling lazy. Ten best restaurants when you want a lot of food. Ten best restaurants when... um, Or ten... Ten best, I, I don't know. Ten of the the best rest, restaurants. I oh, think that's it. Yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So ten, so, no, <laughs> no ten <laughs> of the best restaurants. No, that's not it. But I was thinking about, so ten best restaurants, if you are wanting some, a lot of food, ten best restaurants, if mm-hmm. you want an ambiance, ten best restaurants, if you just don't have a lot of money and you're just wanting to. Get a lot of bang for your buck. And then you can just, you know, roll a dice. Roll, roll, well, you have to look up 12, the 12 best restaurants in your area and then roll two six-sided die. And then whatever it lands on, mm-hmm. you can decide from there. Right. But first, everybody does have to roll for initiative. <laughs> then, as soon as you decide your, decide your turn order. Uh, we have now turned into a role-playing podcast. I have plus 18 dexterity very flexible woman over here a very flexible woman enters a tavern as you <laughs> I'm just like folded inside out <laughs> as the jelly woman enters I'm a jelly woman she notices that it's not a tavern at all it's the seashore it's the dang seashore <laughs> you step on into the white sand you see two pairs of footsteps <gasps> they're mine but suddenly the two pairs of footsteps turn into one pair of footsteps you also see a dead body. That must be oh, it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Where will you look to find the clues? So, honestly, if, like, you can also do some preparation. I'm just I'm just moving on. Um, it's fine. I, I, I didn't want to so, G- DM anything. So, <laughs> one... <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize. So, it shows you how much uh, Dungeons & Dragons slash Pathfinder slash <sighs> Fiasco I've played. Unless you know what they are. I'm um, proud of that. <laughs> So another thing you could do is prepare. If you know this, that being indecisive is a common thing in your relationship. Whenever you are interested in a specific food or a specific restaurant in your area, something like you are watching TV and you see some chicken wings and and you're like, oh man, you know, back to the chicken wings. I'll use a different example. You see them eating sushi and you're like, man, that sounds like it's really, that looks really good. You'll just put it on a list. I think I think the big deal is uh, just do some research. I think the problem with the the indecisiveness is ju- it just comes down to the last minuteiveness. Mm-hmm. The reason why you're having trouble is because it's a Friday night and you haven't planned anything at all, 
and Friday night at about 5.30 p.m. when you're hungry, hangry, you're deciding, hey, where should we go? I don't feel like going there. I don't feel like going there. Decide a week in advance. Put it a month in advance. Put it in your calendar. Mm-hmm. Plan out your dates. Agreed. I have a list. It's my um, list list. And it has lists of lists of places to go. So I have a <laughs> um, section called Soul Food where I'm getting my chicken wings and my fried fish. And I have a list of sushi where I have places that I have not tried the sushi yet. And I've heard from everyone else that is a very good idea to go to. And I have pizza places. That is the longest list. Look, if you don't have yourself a pizza list, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Get yourself a pizza list and uh, make your life better. Um, highest priority on my list is to go to Panera and get a breakfast quiche because I saw it a couple months ago and it has just been eaten away at my mind. I have a confession. Yes. For a very long time, and I I do mean years, (laughs) and this was in, um, teens, maybe even late teens. Oh no, we're talking about word pronunciation, aren't we? I certainly thought it was (laughs) quiche. Now, I had never eaten the legendary cliche, but I had certainly read graphic novels about creatures who loved this cliche. Um, oh God! And it was a minute before I connected quiche and cliche, and uh, I felt pretty stupid about it. But hey, now we're talking about it on a podcast, and it's in the world. So <laughs> and it's available for everyone who has Spotify to um and Apple Podcast and Google Podcasts and Stitcher. And available from anybody who has podcast listening ability to hear about your cliche. Now they know. That's pretty dope. I'm kind of feeling like another question. Okay, me too. Pop on that second one. Let's pop it off. It's too many bottles. It's way too many bottles. I cannot. You got to quit popping them off. How are we going to drink all these? Okay, so the second question is from Trent and Crystal. How do you keep a relationship fun when? There are such serious things or responsible things to process all the time. Thank you, Trenton Crystal. Uh, You are immediately taking me back to uh, our entire dating relationship. Entire. Which I don't know. It was like a year or two, something like that. Um, We, mm, I wonder if this is partially my fault. (laughs) But man, we process some stuff all the time. We We talked about relating. We talked about how we love each other. We talked about what frustrates us. It was kind of an interesting time in our life where we actually had a difficult time just relaxing and enjoying each other. Oh, yes, absolutely. It was all just about like, how can we be healthy? How can we make this happen? I think the big reason was because we started the relationship in expectation that we would either get married or not. Yes. That was very clear for both of us. It wasn't really a play around relationship. It was like, are we doing this? And uh, yeah, we're going to do it. Let's try it out. And let's be real with each other. If we don't want to do this forever, we're going to let each other know. And while that was incredibly good to set a precedent, it was also um, discipline. Very intense. Yeah, it was a discipline to have fun. Mm-hmm. So so the way that this relationship started off is Josiah walks in to my room and he brings in flowers and a bunch of breakfast food and sits across from the room from me and lets me know in very educated and clear terms that he likes me. He would like to see if this could turn into marriage and would like to know if I reciprocate the feelings. And then, oh, and then, (laughs) after I said that, there was about an hour and a half (laughs) 
<laughs> of her saying literally nothing. Okay, an hour and a half is high exaggeration. Fine. It may be some level of hyperbole. However, it felt like a day. A day of waiting for your words. My love. My love. My love. My dearest, sweetest Barbie doll. Oh, my Barbie doll. Send down your hair. I what? <laughs> I brought you gifts of bagels and Big B coffee. Yes. I think that being serious all the time is not a bad thing. I think that commonly like in movies and in books, especially in movies, you just see people running around, gallivanting, laughing, eating food, just having a grand old time. And then very small portions of the movie, you hear them talking about like intense things. But if that's your jam, if like you're a contemplator and you really like thinking about deep things and really want to just dig into who somebody is, and that's just what you like doing, Go for it. Well, while I agree to the ones who want to go deep and the ones who really want to like give a dang about the health of their relationship, that's amazing. Props to you. Trent and Crystal, good job. Proud of you guys. However, you need to set a precedent. You need to be able to look at each other's eyes and say, hey, we're kind of talking about things too much. Yeah. I want to enjoy you today. Mm-hmm. And you Let's really go eat need cotton to cotton candy. You got to go eat cotton candy. Like for a long time. For the, the whole day. You could like destroy your body. <laughs> you could wrap your partner in mm. in cotton candy and mm. then just walk, take a walk. That's right. Under the hot hot sun. That cotton candy basically becomes like crystal armor. Wow. And we're back to role playing. Roll a d20. <laughs> <laughs> That's a um. metal d20. You rolled a 4. Oh no. Um I that, that's bad. <laughs> Something but a crystal dragon comes around the corner and is like, "Hey man, you got got a cotton candy left?" I'm like, "Nah, dude. I um it's all in my body." He's like, "Well, another thing you guess could I'll do. just have to eat you." Hold on, I'm not, I'm not done with the <laughs> roleplay. I got I'm got to finish this roleplay sequence. Uh, you got to roll another d20. Uh, oh, it what? Fell, it what fell do off, I roll for? It, it fell off the table. We're back in reality. <laughs> Sorry, I brought out of the sequence. I'm 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 back. Trent and Crystal, You're back. we're here for you. So I've been on a super big list kick recently, and that might be because my friend, shout out to Lydia, she's really good with lists. But she like, man, that girl. Kudos. If you are wanting to, oh, oh two really good things. Oh my gosh, I have two really good things. That Tell I'm me about. Tell me these two things right away. So so the two things are one make lists and figure out what you want to have fun with and two is be okay with turning off your brain so let me expound just like with food places if you don't know what you want to go eat make a list when you're not needing to decide do your research baby do your research two if you want to have more fun in your relationship brainstorm if you really like talking well then talk about it bounce ideas off of each other sit down and be like you know what we're gonna have a coffee date and we're just gonna talk about things that we really want to do like josiah and i we went dancing one time we went to a hip-hop dance class it was something i really wanted to take him doing he did not enjoy it okay i will say i'm really really proud of myself for that night because i worked my ass off to enjoy that night Yes. I put so much dang darn work into just dancing and trying my very best to follow along with the instructor. It was very difficult. And I hated it so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It was awful. And boy, did it make me feel loved because I was struggling right along with him and I knew he was enjoying it even less than I was. However, he was choosing to have fun 
and have a good attitude because we had planned it beforehand. Um, and you guys don't have to, you know, definitely don't plan challenging things for one or the other individual every time because then that would just be straining. But, However, but plan like Shayla dates mm-hmm. or Josiah dates mm-hmm. because you're not always going to be into the same thing. You like dancing. Yes, I do. I have the capacity to dance. <laughs> I can dance. Fine. Uh, but it's a really, really weird social place for me to be. I'm, I'm a bit introverted and different. I, I don't know. Dancing is my, my sphere. But mm-hmm. I'm more than willing to dedicate myself to really trying to take Shayla out on a great date, showing her a great time, dancing, having fun. It's just a good time, man. Yeah. Number two, be okay to turn off your brain. Let me tell you, ladies and gents, I am somebody who thinks about work all the time. I will go to work and I'll think about work and I'll come home from work and I'll think about work still. And I'll be like, yeah, still thinking about work. Um, Just because it's something I'm very passionate about and I really love growing and I love experiencing new challenges and conquering them like the strong woman I am. Imagine me as Aqua Woman, just with a trident. And I like I have power over the sea. So I'm in this space where my brain is just like ready to conquer the world. And then I have to come home and relax because work doesn't, you know, last forever. Thank the Lord. And she gets to come home and be with <laughs> me and sit down and relax and connect and be intimate for a moment. And sometimes I can't. And sometimes, and sometimes I can't. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, I'm still a woman. Work, 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 work. Um, and Josiah has come up with a super clever idea to just tell me that I don't have a job. And then I have to pretend that I don't have a job. And it's actually quite effective. <laughs> it is. It's proved more effective than anything else has. There, I mean, obviously there's times where you need to talk about work. Sometimes, man, and a lot of the times, man, you don't. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it's overbearing. Sometimes it bleeds into the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. We literally just need to pretend that Shayla does not have a job. So, in translation, if you are struggling with thinking about things way too much and contemplating things and really building a concrete framework of intense and wonderful thoughts, just tell yourself, you know what? You're not that smart. wait 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 wait, wait. i i don't know when this turned into self-care and into knocking on your own (laughs) self-esteem you know what just remind yourself that you are a puny (laughs) bad bad (laughs) little piece of poop pie take that poop pie slice and eat your poop pie because that's all you get in this world your lot is your own poop pie no, so like, no, not, yeah, not, that's <laughs> kind of what you said. Not so much like stop thinking that you're smart because you are all smart and wonderful. But and that's kind what you said. And important people, but like, but just, just if you're, if you're. <laughs> but that's I what know, you said. It's, I know. I am not gonna take it back because you don't take things back in podcasts. You're right. It's recorded and it can't be edited. It's recorded. It shall be written and it shall be done. Thus saith Pharaoh. That's another. <laughs> I, I will work it in every episode. Yes, it, I will. It, ha- it has to be every episode now. <laughs> you, you can't not do it in episode three. So forget what I said about the, you know, not that smart, but like just make it a priority in your brain. Like, hey, this isn't going to be what our relationship looks like today. Today is going to be a chill day. And real quick, speaking to that second person in the situation, you need to be okay with talking less than you feel comfortable. 
Like, I understand that the whole world is an odd and gray and confusing place, but you can save the conversation. Yeah. A lot of the times, nothing is really wrong. It's okay to play. Mm-hmm. That uh, is okay to play. It's mm. okay to play. Yeah. Ooh, it's okay to play. You I'm know. It's okay to play. It's okay to play. It's okay to play. Okay. Okay. Listen up, listen up, everybody. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Yo. Okay. I'm about to sing some songs about playing uh, the games. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Let's play the games. Next question. Next question, everybody. All right, let's get on this holiday train because I'm super into um, answering a holiday-themed question. What do you think, my baby? You know what? You're absolutely right. We did set a precedent at the beginning of the episode where we teased everyone with having some real, real holiday questions. And up to this point, people have listened to the episode full of disappointment. But now, the sweet song of Auld Lang Syne will creep up on them like a stranger lifting the hairs on the neck of their back. Staring at them. Wait, what? In a good way, <laughs> like Santa. The it's Santa. Upon the the back stranger of is Santa. Ah, <laughs> oh, this one hair I shall lift with my fingertips. Look, it's quite long and gray. It, we all know that Santa is the worst. I, that's that's just. I mean, I don't think gi- we no. all know that. Uh, we do. We do. So the question is, how do you handle your in-laws? How do you integrate yourself into a new? And further, what are some good tips on making your in-laws feel like your own family? Mm. How long does it take to feel comfortable at family gatherings? Whoa, that's a big chunk of chunk of question. That's a big chunk of good. I like this question is coming I from like Laura. Uh, Nathan like and Callie also sent this question in. Like Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks guys. How do you handle my in-laws? We live with them. Well, they're my parents. We do. Wait, no. How do you handle your in-laws? My parents. <laughs> Correct. There we go. <laughs> uh, so for all of our listeners, uh, you know that we live in our parents' basement. But whose parents' basement is it? It is Shayla's parents', parents basement, basement. Which uh, I've done twice. Um, that's kind of an odd thing to report. It, it, it doesn't feel very proud, but it's been really good. Uh, when I first moved to Michigan, about three or four years ago, I lived with... Shayla's parents like moved to Michigan smack dab yeah. into the basement after yeah. one time or two times of meeting my family it's, Sh- it's Shayla lived somewhere else we were dating it's a pretty ballsy move that's right it's very ballsy <laughs> it was uh it was really a process I mean it's, it's kind of interesting because like the last episode we talked about discovering your significant other's new norms mm-hmm. the funny thing is the origin of those norms are in the parents comes from the in-laws ladies and gents and are usually even more potent oh yes um so this the kind of dissonance that you can feel with with what your partner expects you're certainly going to feel with the in-laws oh yes um and usually to an even greater extent and that's okay the more observant you are about your in-laws will teach you so, so much about your partner. If, if, if I were you, I would dig straight into differences. Uh, I feel very comfortable in uh, a setting with, with my in-laws to dig into like what makes my family's expectations and their family expectations different. Mm-hmm. And so being able to have this conversation and point out the things that are odd to them 
helps them to understand the way that you are, but also open, opens up like a back and forth about what the norms of the two, two different families are. So mm-hmm. you talk about that kind of thing with your significant other. I think it should also have the conversation with your in-laws. So this situation actually came up this Christmas. I was talking with my grandma about her past, which hadn't come up. It hasn't come up very much recently. And she was talking about how when she was growing up, her dresser was a couple apple crates stacked on top of each other. And when she finally got a dresser, the bottom drawer was all kicked out and and destroyed just because it was given to her. But she still valued it so much because it was more than apple crate. And something that I've just struggled with with my own dad is having completely different perspectives on how to handle purchasing things. I'm definitely more of like, find the highest reviewed and buy it. And he's much more like, find the deal and buy it. And I was, I've never been able to co- in, like, coincide and, and understand where he's coming from. But when I understand that he grew up with my grandma, who has extreme value on everything that is frugal, I can reconcile that a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. One thing that I think about, about when I think about in-laws is that when you first meet them and when they first meet you, you know, they might just, they might be feeling exactly what you're feeling. So maybe you feel a little bit nervous or maybe you feel really excited and you want them to like you. You know, they might be feeling the exact same thing. You are someone who's very important to their family and there's some pressure, whether it's put on them from you or put on them from your significant other. There's some there's some real stuff that's very real. So just have grace for the situation and know that it might take a little bit of time and just let it take that time because a slow bake is way better than a microwave in my opinion. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I am. You cannot bake a cake in a microwave. <laughs> oh my God, I've tried Imagine it. Imagine the frosting. Imagine the frosting. Oh my God, it's a beast. It, ter- it, it comes alive. You just imagine this very large muffin in a cake pan. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't know, just that doesn't seem... Imagine this very large monster muffin. Yes, monster muffin. Like seeping out yes. of the vents in a microwave. Oh my God, <laughs> don't be a microwave. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't be a microwave, ladies and gents. Next question. Ladies and gents, uh, we're going to move on to our final question of the evening. This last question comes from Sierra and Matt. Thank you guys so much for oh, yeah. uh, submitting your question. The question is, who wears the pants in your family? Obviously, I do. Obviously, I do. Obviously, I... No, I do. Obviously, we both do. So here's the thing. I do, and here's why I can tell it to you. I can prove it to you right now. You know what? I, I am wearing prove it to, pants I can, immediately. We're both wearing pants. We're both wearing pants during this episode. I promise, listener, but I have bigger pants. I have better pants. So is the question now, who wears the better quality of pants? Look, I wear pants. I know. I do know that. I, I know pants. that much. Pants. Pants are the thing you... Pants. Wear. Pants. Pants are the thing you... Pants. Wear. Pants. Oh, yeah. Let's stop playing the song. Okay. (laughs) And see, that's why I wear the pants, because what I say happens. Hey, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's cut the crap and Mm. actually talk about this question, because I think it is a great question. Yeah. And I can say for both of us that neither of us wears the pants, and both of us wears the pants. Whoa, that is... Excellent. It is very excellent. Also, I wear the pants. Do a very excellent question. But go ahead. So, who does wear the pants? 
that's kind of a personal question. Why would you ask that? I'm not going to Yeah. So, honestly... Asking another couple whether or not they're wearing pants is sort of <laughs> promiscuous. Promiscuous? Say that again. Promiscuous? Here's a secret. I can't roll my tongue. You can't roll it? <laughs> you can't roll your R's? <laughs> I could do poodle-doodle-doo. I can't roll my tongue. Cannot roll my R's. Rats. I would never, ever survive in a Latin country. Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. I would stand out. Roja. You would not be able to say basic colors. I couldn't say basic color. Uh, no, I, could, I mean, I can, like, roja. I could do that. <laughs> um, Let's see. Who does wear the pants? So, it's interesting because I think you used to wear the pants. Honestly. like Truly. And you stole them from me. I did not steal them from you. Okay, go on. Um, I think when we were first starting to date, I was much less confident and i was much less aware of my own opinions so anything that you said if i didn't have a highly developed and formulated opinion about it i would just be like oh you know that sounds fun because you usually what you say and your ideas are great and, and this is in terms of like what are we going to do for the night what are we or is this in terms of like where is our relationship going a little bit of where is it our relationship going but i usually had like some some um highly developed gold nuggies gold nuggies mm-hmm. just like i i i blew on them mm-hmm. <laughs> and i made sure they kept developing in their embryo state that's how gold nuggies multiply so them gold nuggies have been like chilling in a bowl and i've they've got a lot of hot warm cozy breath around them but like other things that i didn't prioritize just would fall by the wayside and just get trampled by some horses and um not horses of your own of your own feet but just uh-huh. the horses of likelihood and so as i have been growing in my own personal self and as i become more confident i have more awareness of what i want to do and the decisions that i want to make and the more aware of them that i am the more confident i am to defend them and to pursue them and it's honestly not like we're fighting from opinion to opinion it's just the more aware of myself that i am the more that i can communicate to you who i am and then we can move in a direction that is both of us so i think it's gone from probably more you wearing the pants to more evenly us wearing pants together like one large right. one large pants and both of us are in one leg and we just kind of waddle. That's the only way to do a relationship. Yep. In two. It's like a two-legged race. It's like you're both in a potato sack. It's kind of how marriage is. It's like two people in a potato sack trying their best to get to the finish line. While holding hands. I'm just kidding. That sounds like a bad advice uh, segment. <laughs> bad advice. <laughs> but not for real. We're not going to do a bad okay. advice this episode. Um, I do want to say a quick word to those who are overly opinionated or those who think really deeply about the health of relationship or who think a lot about their own personal needs and do do a really good job at being able to communicate those things to the other um, person. And I wouldn't necessarily say that's overly opinionated. I would say that is highly opinionated. You can be have a lot sure. of opinions and that is totally okay. But, you but can be very vocal about that. A lot of times in relationships there is a uh, misbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, and and certainly in ours usually and it's it's still kind of the case. 
typically what happens is I am more attentive to uh, expressing the things that I need, expressing the things that I want, expressing vision for where a relationship is going, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And I tend to rely on that or, or I tend to stay on that serious side of the relationship and really dissecting the thing. And it's important for me to not only make space for you to voice the same things, mm -hmm. but to really dig into what you want. You're not necessarily a person who will naturally say, hey, let's deconstruct what we're doing and make something new. <laughs> You're a very, very dedicated person. You have a, a great job better than me than staying dedicated to the same vision, mm -hmm. whereas I reevaluate more easily. And a lot of times I need your voice in our reevaluation. And so it is up to me to say, where do you think we need to change? Where do you think that we need to grow? Or what are things that you need that you aren't getting? Because for some people, including Shayla, it's not a natural thing to do just yeah. because of personality, because of the way that you communicate. I don't wake up in the morning and I'm like, huh, these are all my needs. I go to bed at night being like, what are my needs? <laughs> That's right. That's the difference between you and me. <laughs> that is such a good analogy. I love that. Like, like, just imagine one of those funny comics with the cartoons and like the black and white, you know, where... You know, that cartoon where it shows you under the blanket completely and then oh, oh, no blanket and then that one foot out of the blanket and you're like, ah, just right. Yeah. Imagine that comment of this stick figure boy waking up in the morning and being like, I know all my knees. And then another comic of a, a stick figure girl going to bed at night saying, like, what are my knees? I'm sorry. Real quick. Just to kind of rewind a second. Are you speaking of the vine where this guy is looking at a stick figure comic of someone who is oh. brushing the sheets underneath his feet and he looks at the comic and says, I do that. I think so. Well, yes, I actually think so. Is that the same one? Um, I or, think maybe not. I, I, it might be something similar. I think we're getting into some really dangerous territory, which is trying, trying to describe memes and oh, yeah. internet content you always, yeah, dude you never get that right that is the danger zone danger don't zone you I ever have. try to explain something you saw on the internet to someone who has not seen the same thing on the internet well, as I soon hope... as you say have you seen that one that one vine where he does the thing with the sheets and says i do that and they say no stop it end it right there just, you're no longer just... friends with that person you walk away from them forever and you can no longer speak to them again that is the only way to approach Just the situation. Just treat them like unloved in-laws. That's right. Guys, we're an advice <laughs> podcast. And uh, look. No, I, I take it back. Please love your in-laws all the time. Honestly, guys, I, for my sake, hope that you all have seen that, that vine slash meme of the stick figure with the cold leg. And uh, for all of you who haven't, uh, I'm sorry, but you can't listen to the podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's the sound of me pooping. <laughs> so here we are again at the end of the episode. End of the episode. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, again, I do edit real music into the end of these podcasts. Uh, so you really don't have to feel very much pressure to, to do the, a song. As that is copyrighted. Certainly copyrighted. <laughs> Can I can I sing it though? I don't know, but that's the end of the podcast. Thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, again, we do really, really, really value your input and your questions and your stories yes. and your bad advice. Please do send them in. Email them to us at perfectlyqualifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're following us on any of our social media, DM it straight to us. 
We so enjoy this podcast and I'm so excited to listen to all of your stories. Send us in your stories with relevant questions because then we get some context. We get to learn a little bit more about you and we can have a very interesting and entertaining podcast to listen to. That's right. If you don't feel comfortable, just send it in anonymous. That's right. It isn't all about us. It's about all of us and our listeners. Hopefully we can build a community together. And so we'll all be perfectly qualified. See you next time. <laughs>